0: All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay, I got an intro.
1: Okay, sweet. Spoiler alert! Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney.
0: We don't know who made our theme song. No, we got it from a site. (laughs) I I don't even remember what it's called. It's like a free public domain thing, and you and I just kind of agreed on it. Yeah. And now it's the... Audible signature of the podcast. Uh, we're getting back in black tomorrow. <laughs> 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 From now on, it's bam, 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 Yeah, I like that very much. We're actually going to have Adam Levine record a thing
1: song. <laughs> this show
0: is a <laughs> show show. Well, he left the voice, so he's got free time. Uh, yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. See how I just kind of snuck into TV news? You got it. No, it's too early. I for actually TV didn't news. even know that. Yeah, he left the voice, and it made like way too much press. Really? Yeah, who the fuck cares? Yeah. I mean I He's know been people doing care it for like ten years, hasn't he? Well that and like I know that it's like appointment viewing for a lot of people. Obviously these shows that aren't they don't have a cool factor anymore still mm. do enormously well ratings wise. But I mean for how long? Well, I
1: mean you know look I mean? at
0: Survivor. Survivor is still good, man.
1: Yeah, but but it just doesn't quite have the cool factor anymore. No, you're right. You're right about that. But Yeah. But you like it. How you doing? How's your week going? Uh it's going well. Really? it's you know what now that you say it like that it's actually sucking my week has been a a huge bummer really yeah a huge bummer i just hated this
0: week why i've just been like what was the inciting incident um i don't know exactly what the big moment was for some reason i've just like had a hard time keeping
1: my head out of the clouds really yeah yeah that's i try to immediately forget when i'm in a bad mood I think maybe that's how dementia eventually sets in. Yeah, what a you're novel like, idea. You're like, I just tried to immediately forget what happened. Right. Whenever and, I'm
0: sad, I just stop being sad and be awesome instead. True story. Right. Barney <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's kind it's of, kind of the same thing. That's, that's me. So when you leave here tonight, mm-hmm. uh, the Raptors play. That's right. So when this podcast comes out, we'll already know if the Raptors we'll have know, won or lost this game three.
1: Do, oh, we should uh, make our guess right now then. Oh, uh,
0: okay. I think they're going to lose. You think they're going to lose? Yeah. How many points? Uh, it's what are the chances this is gonna be
1: as close as last time? It's gonna be like eighteen points. You think it's gonna be eighteen points in yep. favor of Golden State? Yeah, and I'm not happy about it. No, I I like it within five. Okay, great. Um, and you know what? Was that
0: a baby? There's a cat out there. Yeah. Oh God! She's wailing away, she misses me. Oh my
1: God! Is that <laughs> actually one of your cats?
0: It's my cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) She should be singing our theme song. I'm surprised you've never heard it before.
0: She cries all the time. No, I've never heard that before. Oh, she hates when she doesn't get to hang out with me. It's (laughs) just like... Sometimes we're just downstairs like watching TV and we'll hear her wailing upstairs and we have to like tell her we're downstairs. Yeah, no, we're just down here. Yeah, Mia, come down. <laughs> it's okay. And does
1: she come down?
0: Yeah. And then she's like, I wasn't crying. <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: wiping her eyes as she walks down the stairs. Never mind, guys. Nothing. <laughs> um I think uh you know what? I like Raptors by, by five three points. Tonight. Three points, oh my Within god. Within five points. That's what I
0: what I picture the spread being at. Oh, Raptors at three points would be such a nail-biter. Mm-hmm. Although both of these games
1: have been close. They've been tight. I just think the Raptors are hungry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't think the Golden State crowd at this point can be that crazy. No. Oh, they're not nearly as excitable as Toronto. No. 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 And e- even like... I don't know. I just think there's there's an air about Toronto that... I wasn't sure at first. I kind of thought they were going to get swept, but I think I think they're going to go at least to six games. You think Magic's in the air? I think Magic's in the air. I like, and if they steal one at home, I I think it's going seven games. Oh, that would be so exciting! Yeah,
0: I mean, people are just really on board. It's a nice thing. Everybody gets see. This is what I like is when uh, when an entire country can get behind a team. Totally, and there are going to be naysayers. There's
1: always like. And and I'm they're in the same division as the Celtics, and I'm still cheering for them. I have not. Well, the Celtics aren't in it anymore. The Celtics aren't in it, but I'm a you know if if the Buffalo Bills got in for the first time to the playoffs and however long and went you know the distance and got to the Super Bowl, I would in no way be cheering for the Buffalo Bills. No, but it's different. It's a Canadian team. Yeah, I think so. It it doesn't quite shake out the same way in hockey, but I think it's because the NBA they're the only team I've seen probably most of their... I've seen just as many, if not more, Raptors games this year just because they're always on TV. This is the same as four or five years ago when the Blue Jays started to kick ass. Yeah.
0: The entire country was like, oh, yeah, I like the Blue Jays. Totally. But in hockey, there's like four or five Canadian teams. That's right. And two of them in particular... like, Have super obnoxious Canadian fans. Well, and they're mortal enemies. And right. if you like one, you're an idiot and right. go go die in a puddle. Like, right. See, that's what I don't like. <laughs> I die in a puddle. That's what I get frustrated about with with hockey fans is like... And it's kind of why I prefer... I don't necessarily have a preferred team, but I kind of prefer Leafs fans to Habs fans. Yeah. Just because there seems to be this really undue cockiness to Habs fans, considering right. they haven't won since 1993 either.
1: You know what I hate? And it's it's kind of um, coming up now with a, with a couple of fans that I've seen that are like, just in case you didn't know, if you don't know who this player is, you shouldn't be cheering for the Raptors right now. I'm like, dude... Some people are just getting introduced to the Raptors. Okay, could,
0: so their idea is
1: if you don't know this person who was a star in the like, 70s from like 19 well, yeah, the Raptors started in like 94. Okay, in 95. But yeah, exactly. If you don't if you don't know this person, then you you have no right to jump on this bandwagon. It's like, yeah, 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 they do.
0: But these are the same people who see Rolling Stone, Instagram, something about the anniversary of baby one more time. And they're like, Oh, when music stopped being (laughs) good. Yeah. I don't have any time for you. Right. It's just like, and, and your world is so much sadder.
1: Totally. Without baby one more time. And, and let people (laughs) like your team. Well, that's right. You're not the gatekeeper of who gets to enjoy a team. A lot of fans of teams became fans of team. Sorry if I'm being loud. Nope. Uh, Became fans of teams when the team started doing well. But isn't it interesting that,
0: like, these people are so defensive uh, of their team because they stuck it through for a really long time? Like, they were around for all the hard days. I understand uh, the contempt for Fairweather fans. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like that if you didn't necessarily have a team before. Like, I always kind of liked basketball. Mm -hmm. But now that the Canadian team is doing well, I'm more inclined to watch more of it. They should welcome me aboard. But again, yeah. it's kind of like music. If you liked this band before they were on a major label, you feel and suddenly everyone's like, "Oh my god, have you heard of Death Cab for Cutie?" Right. right, you're kind of pissed about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You, you at least you get both sides. Yeah. No, I get that these people are assholes. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Burr was saying that
1: that Drake is a Fairweather fan. Uh, I found that to be a hot interesting. take. Interesting. That's that's a little bit too hot of a take. Yeah. He doesn't know enough enough raptor history to he also doesn't know to enough about drake yeah, just that, no way that's true too <laughs> the the unfortunate thing about drake is he does try to still be buddy buddy like he was probably at the warriors series last year and was like you know going to those games and wearing a warriors jersey. his warriors tattoos yeah and he he's got uh like you know he, he was like when conor mcgregor was super hot he was in conor mcgregor's corner however he's he's a rap fan through and through like yeah he's he's legitimately their ambassador well and he loves
0: toronto yeah he's like that it's kind of important that he's there yeah yes i think it's fine do you find him annoying because i found him very well behaved
1: my friends and i were talking about a theory which which is probably a little misplaced but my friend was like i have a theory that anyone who says they hate drake Mm -hmm. as a fan is low-key racist (laughs) i get it yeah because everyone's like, oh, he's just being so like out there, and it's like, well, I mean, so was like Jack uh, Nicholas, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson, sorry, yeah. um, not the golfer. Oh my God, yeah, that he's the first celebrity to
0: get really impassioned during a sporting event. Yeah,
1: give me yeah. a break. I think it's I think it's a combination of him being a rapper and the whole narrative of I remember when music was good. It's all of that kind yeah. of combined. Sure, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, why do you care? I mean, there's some people like, you know, I don't think my dad has ever said anything. And he's like, a, he watches every single Raps game. I think he's kind of like, I like the way that Drake's John at Draymond Green. I think that having a celebrity spokesperson, so to speak, quote unquote,
0: official, unofficial, yeah. gives your team kind of a status. Not yeah, every team totally has somebody as famous as Drake at all like, the games.
1: We've literally got, we've got Jack Nicholson. Who Spike Lee is barely there anymore. Spike yeah. Lee, who's very much there. Yeah. And like is is the A version of what this is. Right. And then Drake. Yeah. And Drake's come on big in the last like six years. Although I feel like six.
0: Lakers and Knicks games always have lots of celebrities at them.
1: That's true. That's true regardless. You're
0: and right. so Raptors, no. Like that's that's pretty niche. Yeah.
1: Which is fine. It's yeah. cool. It's yeah. good. Be happy for people. Totally. And, and the, the thing I like is... They put Drake right next to, like, on the bench side, right in between both sets of players. Right. And the NBA asked if the Raptors could <clears throat> remove Drake, like, to, like, another area of courtside. Because he's distracting? Yeah. The uh, other team might not like it. They, they're like, he's a little close to the Raptors. And the Raptors said, no, thank you for the suggestion, but we're not <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> Isn't that great? It is kind of great. It's kind of like heartwarming for me. I,
0: I kind of understand people being defensive of his inclination to, like, stand up. And, yeah. like, I don't know if he, like, steps out a line or whatever. But he would get bounced if he did. There and was...
1: The, there the, the broadcast doesn't, like... They don't, like, whore out Drake too much. They well, barely show him. And that might be another part of it, too. That might be, you know, from the NBA. Mm. You know, Adam Silver could be like, can we not make Drake the center of this game? Yeah, although, which is great. Although he's kind of a progressive commissioner. He's... Probably saying, you know, go for it, Joe yeah. Drake. But uh the big, the big thing was he grabbed Nick Nurse's the the coach's shoulders after one of the games and kind of did like a like a massage thing. And yeah, people were like, "Whoa, he's overstepping!" Right? Yeah, that, that is sh- kind of douchey, though. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, you're not a fan.
0: No, in the first game of the series, I don't know anyone's name, but there was some call against Golden State. Like they got they they had a foul or something. Yeah. Uh, that the team was annoyed about, and you know how like if they get fouled, they like throw their hands up in the air and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Uh, and so he turns to his ref, one of the warriors, I don't know which one, turns yeah. to his ref and he gets all mad. And yeah. you can't hear the coach, not yeah. the ref, the coach. You can't hear the coach, but he just like looks him square in the eye and basically mouths something to the effect of,
1: "It's done. What are we gonna do about it?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. thought that was so rational. Yeah, that's Steve Kerr. He Steve Kerr played with like Jordan. No, oh, that's cool. He actually got punched in the face by Jordan in a practice. Great! Yeah, that's like a, a good three-point shooting contest. Badge of honor. Totally.
0: Okay, so that's happening tonight. Let's <laughs> plow good. through a podcast in the meantime. Okay. Bond twenty-five. Yes,
1: this blew my mind.
0: Uh, well, the 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 Phoebe Waller-Bridge thing. Yes, I that's, thought that's not. Where we were it's not talk. even where I was going. Oh, she's okay. goddamn writing this movie. Or I mean, I guess she wrote it already because it's shooting. That's so crazy. Man, she's she is diversifying. Yeah. What I'm getting at is that this movie was already kind of cursed. It's gone through several directors and writers. They weren't sure how they wanted to do the thing, whether they were going to get Daniel Craig at all. Sure enough, they secured him. Then a couple of weeks ago, he like broke an ankle or something. Oh, no. They came back this week after having to shut down for a couple of weeks and there was an explosion on set.
1: Is everyone still with us?
0: Yeah, nobody died, but somebody (laughs) like somebody in the crew is injured. Oh, my God. And this this film is totally cursed. It's true. It's really creepy. It's one of those movies where they just kind of have to patchwork the whole thing together. Mm. If
1: you got called to be on the movie tomorrow, as whatever. (laughs) Writer, key grip. Sweets, we need you.
0: Sweets. Will you hold this boom? You got to fill out this line a little bit. No one can do it like you. (laughs) Put your special sweets mustard
1: on it. Would you do it? Nah. If there was a contest tomorrow and you happened to have won it. Without entering, what's the downside? Why would I say no? Because there's a possibility of being cursed. Oh, I see the Bond curse.
0: Okay, so am I truly afraid of the curse? Is yeah. your question right? No. No. no, I would be there right, in a heartbeat. Sweet. Yeah, that'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: let's get you there. Maybe let's that,
0: start a crowd funder. Maybe this whole thing is some weird Phoebe Waller Bridge meta commentary where she's making the actual set as dangerous as James Bond's life itself. <laughs> James Bond's breaking the fourth
1: wall. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's like don't you hate it when (laughs) like i don't even know when your car doesn't come after you click the button
0: right m says something kind of snappy to james and he turns to us and goes can you believe this guy he just raises his eyebrow (laughs) a couple
1: times
0: (laughs) i like where this is going how good is that show though
1: it's so good man it's so good so
0: good i wouldn't actually think it's up your alley no because it's feelingsy
1: oh come on why am I why am I not capable of having feelings?
0: I don't think you're not capable of having feelings. I just think that it's more a
1: sweets type show than a U type show. Okay. I get it. I mean, I'm into Barry.
0: Are you watching Barry by the way? I finished
1: I, it. I am um, I am through a few episodes of Barry. Man, we crazy. just finished. I don't know what's going on with us this year. We just finished True Detective the other day. Oh, I gave up. It took us so long to get through that. Boo. It was it was slower. Yeah. We like the ending though. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. Barry,
0: we finished the second season of Barry. We watched it as it went, and I I think it's every bit as good as the first season, if not better. Yeah, it's gut wrenching. Yeah, it's wildly good, and the acting is so good. Yeah, I think Barry's
1: the best show on TV. Nice, I believe that. <laughs> like I, I can't I can't say that there's many more. I think I think I had that as my number one this year, didn't I? I feel I think you did. Yeah, I feel way less special about anything. Almost yeah. nothing brings me
0: as much satisfaction as Barry.
1: Yeah, yeah, I um. When I was listening to Chuck Klosterman, there was a a Fleabag um, spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. This was on the Bill Simmons podcast. People are really talking about that show in yeah, the second season. Of I particular. know, like, well, the fact that Chuck Klosterman is like someone who I think is really keyed into everything, yes. sports and pop culture, and you, you could, you know, probably win Jeopardy, which is another thing we need to talk about. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was talking about Fleabag, and I got a bit of a spoiler there which I was upset about but I don't think you now. did honestly. No? honestly. I think you're good. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um and uh he also was talking about Game of Thrones. Okay. And he was talking about how pissed he is about like how people watching stuff the the consumers are like trying to dictate how art should go. Right, which I get. And then I started thinking about how it was really funny how in the last episode of game of thrones they have a whole thing about politics and mm-hmm. it's like what if the people decided <laughs> and and like how has no one made a meme about the response to that it's like when when uh, people discuss how they think Game of Thrones should have ended. They should have the meme of the guy just saying like, what, are we supposed to give their dogs a
0: vote too? That's a fabulous point. (laughs) It's amazing that nobody's connected the dots. Maybe only because the people who make memes are the people who complain about Game of Thrones. That's right. That's right. (laughs) There's not enough crossover there. Although you're
1: absolutely right. It's almost ironic that that line is in there at all. Yeah. Maybe I should post, maybe I should make that, post that to like Reddit slash Free Folk. That's right. You should start the new Fuck Jerry. Yeah. Credit and consent, though. Credit yeah, that's and consent. right. You
0: use all original content. Yeah, and it's called fuck. I'd have one sweets. post a quarter. <laughs> fuck sweets. <laughs> one <laughs> post a quarter when you rarely have a hot take.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, like that's that's that my good idea level. I, every seven episodes, I'll come up with something. Look, man, I keep my Instagram tight, but I'd follow that. Nice. I like
0: yeah. it. I like it. I do that. I don't have, I don't have a Tumblr though. Can't help no, you out there. Neither do I.
1: I don't I think Tumblr's kind of gone.
0: Oh, I don't think it is. No? No. Alright. I don't think it is. I think it's niche to a certain age group.
1: But for that age group,
0: very well, popular. Well, like do you ever like scroll down and look at YouTube comments and wonder, like, who are you people? Yeah. Because I don't know anyone who would ever comment on a YouTube video. But like a video's been up for twenty minutes and
1: already it's got a hundred thousand comments. Yeah. How is this possible? And those are the people who might might um <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of another funny comment that yeah. I saw online this week that I wanted to to comment about. Okay, but you think the thought. people the people who uh, co- comment are people who have Tumblr pages? I think
0: the people who comment on YouTube are the kind of people who have Tumblr pages. Interesting. I mean, they're the kind of people who will like, like Colbert will put up a new video and someone will comment first. And you'll see very clearly it's like the fourth comment on the video. <laughs> I <Right. laughs> was so excited to comment first because for some reason to them, that's some kind of triumph. Yeah. Like that, that is, that's a little bit of fame in and of itself. Right. Or you'll see people commenting on a YouTube. Hey, person scrolling YouTube. Hope you have a great day. Go fuck yourself. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't hope that. You're just trying to get, why are you trying to get
1: upvotes from that too? Is that really OC? I don't think so. Exactly. Um, the comment I was just going to say, and this is not germane to anything to do with entertainment. That's all right. It was just, uh, a story about what jobs, it was a Reddit post about what jobs make, the most amount of money for probably the least amount of work. And someone commented, I'm like a train, not a conductor. I basically like sit in a station. I make like a hundred thousand dollars a year and I pull a lever. I basically watch Netflix most of the day. It's super easy. And someone was like, what if you don't pull the lever? And the first comment was just, a hundred thousand dollars with a strike through it, <laughs> okay. so basically saying you don't get the th- you don't get the money. <laughs> I just thought that was such a simple and hilarious <laughs> comment, and he got it got Reddit gold. So well, and gold. and because
0: the 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 obvious answer is well, people die and it's a right. catastrophe, and I get, I get paid because of the severity of the situation. Right. Well, I don't get the money. Yet. Yeah, just
1: just no hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's terrific. (laughs) That's why we stay on Reddit, right? Because every now and then there's like somebody who's enormously sane who keeps us there. Something that makes you laugh so hard. Yeah, Uh, in a sea of stupid people. Do you know poem for your Sprog? No, poem for your Sprog is a redditor. Oh wow, this is just a famous redditor. He's a famous redditor. There's very few famous redditors. Yeah, but he he really only frequents Ask Reddit. Okay, Uh, and so. He's usually to be found within the comments. I haven't seen him in a little while, but question gets asked. Somebody responds with some kind of story. Right. Tell us about a to- a crazy thing that happened with your sibling. Right. Uh, somebody comments a crazy time. They went to the circus with their brother and then poem for your Sprague <sighs> writes something enormously poignant in verse that breaks down the story that has just <laughs> been think, delivered.
1: I think I've seen him before.
0: It's, it's sometimes it's pretty powerful. It is. Yeah, it is. It's really funny,
1: actually. And then
0: sometimes it's not, and sometimes the last line is "and little Timmy fucking died" or something. Right.
1: <laughs> there is any time I see someone say in a comment, "to be fair, this thing yada yada," it goes, you automatically get four people underneath uh, that reference a Letter Kenny joke. Oh. And I'm so surprised by it every time, and someone will just write, "to be fair," and like, and then like four people under it we'll do it yeah and they'll all get up votes
0: isn't it interesting how you can like trigger
1: certain things on reddit yeah
0: you know what drives me crazy if and this happens on like facebook posts as well if somebody writes for whatever reason a lyric of a song yeah somebody will write the next lyric and then somebody write the next lyric and again why is this a congratulations to you because you know all the words in the sound of silence
1: someone else (laughs) i don't care i know it too right hello darkness my old friend and someone will be like it's great to talk to you again. Right. Right. Yeah. Or Bohemian
0: Rhapsody, and I want to talk more about Bohemian Rhapsody when we get into actually show breakdown stuff. All right. Cool. Do you want to talk about Jeopardy, James?
1: Yes, I do.
0: I'm actually just starting to be able to talk about this. I was pretty hurt for like 20. Do
1: you hours. feel like I completely jinxed him?
0: Yeah, a little bit. You, <laughs> you did say.
1: I said that same day while we were taking a first it be aid crazy? course, <laughs> which is its own story. Yeah. But during this first aid course. You turn to me and you're like, Jeopardy James is going for the record tonight, eh? He yeah. needs $58,000 to win. And I was like, man, how crazy would it be if he lost tonight? Yeah, and he did. And you were like, yeah, that would be like traumatizing.
0: Here's the thing. Uh, there's a lot of people saying that he threw the game. I actually think that's super unfair to Emma, who is obviously really great at Jeopardy. Sure. Um, and nailed to the double Jeopardies, which you were saying all along. Daily doubles have always been his secret weapon. Yeah. But they're also... They're nuclear. Like they, they eventually will backfire And yeah. that the only Daily Double of the three in the game that he got all night was the very first clue of the game, which right. meant the most money he could make in it's a half an grand. hour is a thousand bucks from the whole Daily Double situation. Um, and in the past, when he's been lucky enough not to find the Daily Doubles, mm-hmm. he's had to work a lot harder and it hasn't been a runaway. So because of that, James's game was never going to last forever. This can James be beat? He always could be beat. But he still broke the game. Right. He's still... like When they inevitably put him against Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter, Mm -hmm. it's going to embarrass the other two guys Mm -hmm. because he doesn't play the same. And Emma, while excellent at the show, she's got a little winning streak of her own going now, a couple of shows in, really smart, really good with the buzzer. She's never going to make that kind of money or play that number of games because the only reason she rolled so high... Was because she was playing She's, James.
1: She was playing the James game, right? Yeah.
0: So anyway, no it's, disrespect to anybody. It's it's definitely a bummer he couldn't get the the record. It's true because here he is with the top sixteen highest games of all time.
1: You need a, a super brilliant person, but it's the equivalent of I think I think it might change Jeopardy for the future. Yeah, the way people play it, it's kind of like the way that the NBA changed in the last couple of years to have teams taking. An inordinate amount of threes compared to what they did in the 70s and 80s. He moneyballed it. He moneyballed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what's happening in the NBA. Right. It's like stats analytics taking over.
0: So he has $2.4 million that's already been cut in half by the government because everybody's pointing that out when they talk to him on like news shows. Somebody went into his home. His host is lit. Like he, sure. he lives in Las Vegas and I don't know how much other money he has made but yeah. he didn't need this million he didn't dollars Need to be going on jeopardy no yeah. no no no
1: that's incredible
0: it's really something
1: and now he's a celebrity absolutely like he was not a celebrity well before.
0: well ken ken jennings was able to parlay his championship into like a bunch of book deals right and he has spent his entire career his adult life as the go-to trivia master for the game show network like he's worked in television uh, ever okay. since
1: jeopardy and so james can do the same sure do you, do you think he'll go all the way on like i like i bet the world series of poker says we need james or they he don't want there. him yeah because he's brilliant no but they they want him there just for the tv ratings a lot
0: isn't it kind of funny though that in the world of gambling being good at gambling is enough to disqualify you from gambling like 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 there are people who
1: are like he wouldn't be allowed in casinos no he's allowed in casinos i don't know man he's, he's like having jay-z in a casino Maybe. People are just going to go watch him. People are going to go play at his table. That's true. At his if table. he could draw a crowd, that would be true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he is weirdly charismatic in his own way. Yeah. In his very unique special way. I,
1: I think I only watched like two episodes that's, where he was That's playing. a shame because it, really, it was
0: really something.
1: I know. It was one of those things I took for granted. Yeah. I
0: just said, oh, he'll be playing next week. Like to see someone win $131,000 in a single game of Jeopardy was jaw dropping. Yeah. Yeah. He had that's a 98% incredible.
1: hit rate. Wow. Yeah. So he he was only wrong 2% of the time. Yeah. Man. That is astounding.
0: Yeah. He's really something. They're going to make a magic eight ball movie. Sure. And it's going to be a horror movie from Blumhouse, who made Get Out. Sure. <laughs>
1: I mean, you got to come
0: up with original ideas. This is not an r- original idea. What do you mean? A Magic 8-Ball? This is not someone coming up with it's a new co- story. It's
1: co-opting a toy to try to make a...
0: Exactly. This is taking an existing thing and trying to turn it into something else. Right. It's kind of surprising to me Magic 8-Ball hasn't already been a movie. Because there's something like Ouija-esque about Magic 8-Ball already. There's already something kind of mysterious. Right. Uh, So it, it also kind of lends itself to... Like you, you shake the thing, and a little blue right. cube tells you something kind of spooky.
1: On a smaller scale, it's kind of Bandersnatch.
0: Uh, I didn't. I never watched Bandersnatch. No, I tried to.
1: Yeah, you, you didn't miss a whole lot. No, except for the experimentation of like, oh, I get to choose this person's fate.
0: Right. I tried to watch it one night, and it wouldn't work on Apple TV, which was kind of a oh. uh, deal breaker for me. Is the new season of, of Black Mirror out? No, it's out soon. Because it? it was in the news today. Oh, incredible. Or maybe um, there's just a new trailer. I don't think I saw it on Netflix. Yeah. I think I would know. I've only seen a couple of a couple of Black Mirrors. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. I know you do. You you were on the Black Mirror bandwagon way before. Mm-hmm. And does it bother you that new people are jumping aboard?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I always point out that if they haven't seen, <laughs> you know, the Politician Pig episode, then they shouldn't. Then you're not a real. Then they're not a human being. Black Mirror. But, <laughs> but uh, besides that. It's all good. To be fair, that's a good point. To be fair. To be
0: fair. <laughs> Tarantino is developing a Django Unchained crossover movie. I thought you were going to say like video game. <laughs> that would make more sense than what I'm about to tell you. Oh. A crossover movie with Django and another action bandit anti-hero. Okay. Zorro. You're never going to guess. Django Zorro. and Zorro. Tarantino is developing this with... Gerard Carmichael. Mad Libs are fun. Wow. Yeah. What?
1: And that's all we know. That's all we know. It's a wait, it's a crossover. It's not gonna be a movie. Or is it a movie? I mean maybe. They're just making something.
0: He's developing it. Like maybe maybe it'd be like a an animated thing, or maybe it'd be a comic book. This is all we know. Actually a graphic novel would be kind of cool. Django Unchained Zoro graphic novel. Yeah. But why with Gerard Carmichael? How does he get that meeting with Quentin Tarantino? Did Gerard
1: Carmichael? He must have pitched it. I have to think he did. Because it wouldn't make sense for Quentin
0: Quentin Tarantino Tarantino
1: to have that thought.
0: No, but there's always kind of been this thing where like Quentin Tarantino famously makes interesting characters on his own and yet people want him to deal in other people's properties. Like is the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie still happening? No.
1: You sure? I don't think so. That wasn't that long ago. I think it's kind of stalled out. I mean, maybe it'll eventually happen, but I don't know if it's still like a green light thing or if it ever truly was. It just feels like a bad idea. I think so too. Yeah.
0: I'm not in. They're making a uh, Jurassic World animated series for Netflix. Okay. I don't know what else to say about
1: that. Is it like kids animated series? I mean, I think. You know what's weird is I picture the Donkey Kong Teletoon, Teletoon series from when we were kids. That's what you picture. That's what I picture. Wow! And like what else? Like this is so dumb.
0: <laughs> you know what's fun? I have never seen a Jurassic movie.
1: Wow! World
0: or park? Or you must anything. have
1: mentioned that before, but maybe that still shocks me.
0: Because when I was, I was a kid, they were kind of touted as a, a, little a little bit scary.
1: Well, scary, yeah.
0: Kind of bloody. I think I thought they yeah, would be that too. Uh, And I'm sure I could handle them now. And then I got older and I just never cared. And then Jurassic World, the first uh, reboot installation, Mm -hmm. um, that made enormous money, if you'll remember. But then very quickly, the hindsight opinion became, that wasn't very good, though, was it? It wasn't amazing. No. No.
1: No, there's been a couple of them? There's been two. All right. I haven't seen the second one. The second one was a tremendous flop. The uh, Comedy Central Roast named their annual guest
0: of honor. Okay. And it's somebody that kind of made me think, like, how has this person never been the Comedy Central Roast guest of honor before? This sounds like, like all Comedy Central Roast guests of honor rolled into
1: one human. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Dennis Rodman? No. Is it... He's, he's a little less controversial than that. Polly Shore hasn't done one, has he?
0: No, but that wouldn't be interesting at all. Um, I don't know. It's Alec Baldwin. You know what I mean like that's like so obvious it seems like that would have happened eight years ago
1: right that's Um, true and there's no shortage of material now it might be a good opportunity to get some of the Saturday Night Live people like to get like Pete Davidson up there Pete did one before he did oh yeah famously Rob
0: Lowe is that what it is no uh, he did Rob Lowe did he I know he did Rob Lowe because I remember him openly being addicted to Ann Coulter and she did Rob Lowe right but maybe he did a couple of them
1: didn't he do like Justin Bieber too yep yeah yeah And that one was like pretty ruthless because he said, he famously said your album came out on September 11th. And that was the worst thing to ever happen on September 11th. That's right. And my dad died on (laughs) September 11th.
0: Oh, Pete. Yeah. Pete, Pete, Pete Alec Baldwin. I mean, he's not going to get Tina, but that would be the, that would be the obvious roast master.
1: Yeah. It would be great if, if they dot, friends of his yeah you know not just like random comedians he's very deceptive man because like he if he's not
0: an asshole Mm -hmm. he's obviously been caught in a few very compromising situations yeah and if he is an asshole he's really good at not being an asshole in like interviews or like he's like on comedians and cars sure there or on howard stern he can seem like a really cool dude yeah so he's one or the
1: other. I think he's probably both. Yes, um, possibly just a manipulative guy,
0: but also like, is somebody going to pull out the? Remember when he like was recorded calling his, Call daughter, his daughter a pig? A pig. Like, is someone going to bring that up? You I, have to. That's the think, Comedy Central I, roast.
1: I don't think you can go into that without knowing that what's being, coming. Without that being discussed, like, but he gets to say what can be said.
0: There are a few off limits things, but if you have enough off limits things that this isn't going to be fun or it's Mm. going there's or there's going to be an elephant in the room
1: and that's the elephant in the room right there that's why you have to allow it yeah
0: like my favorite thing ever is that when donald trump was the guest of honor he said you can make fun of any you make fun of my hair you can call me fat the only thing you're not allowed to say is you're not allowed to imply that i'm I'm less rich that i'm less rich than i say i am yeah and that's honestly i hate donald trump it's kind of a baller move
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah the thing I'm more impressed with was he was okay with everyone making fun of him about everything else. Well, he had a thicker skin then.
0: He yeah. was okay with being kind of a cartoon of himself. Yeah. Because it did it wasn't really as personal when we when we made fun of him. Oh, there's this crazy Donald being kind of gross yeah. and crazy. Isn't he funny? Let's watch his show. Right. And make him richer. Yeah, true. But now we really hate him because he's like public enemy number 1. Yeah. Charlie Sheen's one rule was you're not allowed to make jokes about my mom, which is actually kind of Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. It's pretty noble. What's he been up to lately? Having AIDS? He I guess. He, de- he
1: definitely does have it. I was thinking about that well, the HIV. other day. He has <clears throat> HIV. He's HIV positive. I was thinking about that probably within the last 2 weeks and I thought does he like actually have HIV? Like does he still have well, HIV? Well, you can live healthily with HIV. Totally. And and he's got the money to do it like a, yeah. a, like Magic Johnson. Yeah. But just the fact that we had that oh, sorry. sorry. We had that big news moment and then he kind of fell off the face of the Well, universe.
0: is he sober now too? Like is he is he doing is he partying like crazy? I don't know.
1: I, well like what's a better story? Is he part like if he's continuing to party like crazy or if he's completely sober? I have to imagine he has a harder time finding sexual partners. Oh, that's true. So maybe it just
0: slowed the drug use. I I think it probably slows everything down. (laughs) Yeah. I think probably, and not to make light of it because it's severe, but it's easy for us to forget. And I think because of the media circus in which we live now, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. I think that probably he came out as HIV positive not too long before the Donald Trump mayhem really kicked in. Right. And that kind of overshadowed him. And it's really easy to forget that nine years ago, he was the biggest story in the world oh for God, like two for weeks. so long. Just for being kind of weird. Yeah. And not not just kind of weird, but like nowadays if a celebrity acted like that, you'd be like, okay, you're
1: canceled. Let's move on. Remember, it'd be one of those things where there'd be like a gif of someone hitting a drive like on a golf course and t- turning the camera and going, winning. Oh my God, I hated I hate it. it. Yeah. Are you still every now and then we'll see a winning? Yeah. You don't see a tiger blood anymore. Tiger blood doesn't happen. No. I think maybe because of the HIV thing.
0: Oh, maybe that's true. I never thought about how the blood thing is. Maybe Tiger Blood was foreshadowing. He was trying to tell us all along. <laughs> careful of my Tiger Blood. <laughs> well, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I'm being dead serious. <laughs> Folks who are dissatisfied with there being a Robert Pattinson Batman movie, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was confirmed. Yep are not going to be any happier about the fact that there are, in fact, going to be three Robert Pattinson Batman movies. (laughs) Holy getting ahead of ourselves, Batman. Wow. This is so classic uh, DC Warner Brothers. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do three of them. Let's just go three. Yeah, we haven't even started work on one yet. And this
1: is DC. Yeah. Slash Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, then again, so was, like, DC was technically behind Dark Knight and stuff, weren't they?
0: No, it's not the same cinematic universe. Oh. No. I mean, Warner Brothers probably had a hand in it.
1: Wouldn't it be nice if we just had a moratorium on certain movies? Yeah. By the people for the people. Yeah. (laughs) Like, people could vote. Right. Don't make one of these. And then if they made one and they didn't like it, they could petition it and get it remade. That's what
0: we need. We need to set some clear rules about what petitions actually mean. What, yeah. When petitions are okay. How do you feel about patents Batman? Batman. Batman. How's
1: no one said that? Oh, I'm sure people are saying that. Right, maybe you're right. Especially in Britain. Pat, Patman's. Patman himself. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that was a very good Graham Norton. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um,. I you know what I think it's dope. I love it. I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, I think we got to be against the grain on this one and just be cheering it on. But what's what's the point? It's
0: like is the point he shouldn't play it because 11 years ago he played a corny character in a corny no, movie. No, 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 no. Because by the way, nobody hated those movies more than Robert Pattinson.
1: I think it's I think it's less um, less Patman himself and more v- Batman. Oh, I think you
0: give people way too much credit. People are not going to be against a new Batman movie. They're against him, especially yeah. since everybody, think, everybody keeps sorry. saying, oh, Batman's going to be sparkly now because Edward Cullen right. sparkled. Yeah. Give me a break. you got to see Good Time or like anything else he's done besides Twilight. He's always been a good actor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nobody, by the way,
1: nobody does like Mopey better. Mopey, but strong jawline. Right. That's Robert Pattinson. Mopey, strong jawline, Batman. I mean, Bale wasn't Mopey. He was too strong. He wasn't that Mopey. He was like... Uh, a strong intense Batman You could also argue Well his whole thing was Swear to me right? I, guess.
0: I mean the, those movies Those scripts were amazing And they mm. were pretty well cast mm-hmm. And the action was really good yep. So for that reason he was a good Batman he, You could argue he wasn't the best Bruce Wayne Like I can picture a couple of scenes Where he's wearing a tux And he's got honeys on either shoulder Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of essential Bruce Wayne But there wasn't a lot
1: of that in the Dark Knight trilogy No there was some him like driving a, a dark Lamborghini, yeah, which I thought was really cool. That's right, especially in uh, Dark Knight. Well, this is going to
0: be a pretty young Bruce Wayne, I think. Right? Yeah, Pattinson's like
1: thirty. What's he? Well, yeah, w- what's his uh, motive going to be in the movie? Like, I'm trying to find myself. Oh <laughs> yeah, I do get it. Shut up, Alfred.
0: Girls don't like boys. Girls like cars and money. <laughs> yeah, and I have both.
1: <laughs> he's got good charlotte tattoos
0: i think he i think we already know what batman's motivation is. like like that's pretty yeah you're wit. right, you're right.
1: <laughs> but why choose him for like what is the story that they will tell
0: i don't know i guess they just want to have some time because because casting ben affleck in the beginning he was already old and also that was just doomed from the
1: beginning yes i still haven't seen that iteration i saw one of them was there a regular batman no with him in it? No. It was she, just Batman versus Superman? That's the movie we'll never
0: get. They, were, they, they brought him on. He agreed to be in Dawn of Justice if he could make his own The Batman movie right. called The Batman in which he'd star, mm-hmm. he'd write it, and direct it. Right. And I want to see that. Sure. But it didn't happen. There was too much red
1: tape. Uh, just just classic Batman-wise. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, did you see the, uh, the Tig Notaro show Under a Rock? She,
0: her new did, talk show? Did
1: you see a clip of this at all?
0: Uh, so she had uh, James Vanderbeek on. Yeah, Do I you, didn't know she was getting a talk show. But is it on
1: YouTube? No, it's on like Funny or Die. Oh, and okay. it's it's like an eight minute thing. But her whole thing is she doesn't watch a lot of movies or TV and has a lot of trouble getting like current references. Okay. So the whole idea is they bring people out that they don't think she'll know. Oh, all right. And so he comes. James Vanderbeek. So James Vanderbeek comes out. All right. And she's like, "Oh, hi." Um, and she doesn't. She know who doesn't he is. know who he is. That's and awesome. they kind of like play some games about. So she's like, uh, "They, they tell me you're a meme," and he's like, yeah. "Yes, I have been memed." And he says, "She's like, have, have you ever been on a talk show before?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, like," and you can tell he's kind of trying to like hide. To be like... Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I was super I d- famous. I don't want you to know yeah. what I'm famous for. Right.
0: Well, I mean, of course, she's heard of Dawson Dawson's Creek before. Yeah. Maybe that's the extent of it. Now, there's a problem in here if anybody starts to question whether or not she's being sincere. Yes, that is true. Because there are certain things that, like... You ever meet somebody who's just, like, never seen something and it baffles you? Yeah,
1: for sure. There are certain, like, black spots. I mean, people, I've never seen Jurassic Park. People saying they've never seen Star Wars movies. And, yeah. people, you know, when someone says that, you're like... Well, I don't mind
0: them not having seen Star Wars movies. What I don't like is when they're proud of it.
1: Yeah, and I never want to see yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, that's like, that's the spirit. You're trying to keep the streak up now? Yeah. It was the same with Game of Thrones. I've never seen one, and I'm proud of it. My mom is a little bit like that.
0: And my oh, mom right. loves popular culture, and she loves good stuff. But anytime this conversation is brought up, she's so excited to tell you she's never seen Star Wars. She's never seen the Titanic. <sighs> And then she always slips in that she's never seen The Notebook as if they're, that's on the same level. <laughs> but if you haven't seen them, you don't know. <laughs> I think it's because like a lot of women have seen The Notebook. Right. And by the way, The Notebook is great. And Titanic is really great. Right. <laughs> like, you
1: should see it. Yeah.
0: And Star Wars speaks for itself. So, but she wouldn't like Star Wars, to be fair. Okay. So, but and, she would like Titanic.
1: And she never even sat down with you guys as kids and watched Star Wars? not that you guys watched star wars a lot
0: we sure did but maybe we i don't know maybe we kept it in the basement yeah yeah
1: (laughs) what else did you keep in the basement (laughs) can't get into that right now
0: (laughs) i'm sorry i saw book smart i told you i saw book smart yes book smart was really good you liked it a lot yeah yeah it's really really sweet i want to really well made and like just beautifully
1: shot and like i don't know if i cried at one point but i might have almost cried at one point I want to see it. It's weird talking about a movie that you like I literally don't know the concept of it at all. Oh, that's interesting. It's just kind of like two girls if being I, You know what? If I if I you've already heard
0: the uh, the boring comparison to super bad. Mm-hmm. If I told you what the plot of this movie was, you'd yeah. say that is super bad. But right. I won't I won't tell you cuz there is a lot more to it than that. Cool. Uh, I also watched Always Be My Maybe, which by the way is a great title for a romantic comedy. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the premise of this film. It, they just came up with a clever title, right? And it kind of plays on the nostalgia of yeah, they're like old the pals. Time. They're old pals, right? But like, there's no like, it's not like this is one of those movies where they make an arrangement where they might get married someday, right? Like the whole point is they're childhood best friends, and then they hook up, and it ruins their friendship, right? And now they have run into each other again. Gotcha. Keanu Reeves is in this movie. I, I saw the trailer
1: for it, and I it
0: blew my mind when I actually went, wait, what? Keanu Reeves is not just a little bit in this movie either he has two long scenes and he is there to play for those scenes that's amazing he is totally in it it's really good and randall park uh is heavily featured as a musician in this movie yeah um and so there are three songs by his band hello peril who's randall park randall park um he played Asian Jim in The Office in that one episode. He also oh, yeah, yeah. Kim Jong-un yeah, okay, in right. the interview. And yeah. Everyone so he's the main him. character. He's on Fresh right Off the Boat, I think. Yeah. And he's the main character. He wrote this movie with Ali Wong. They wrote it together. Cool. They started in it together. They're yeah. pals, I guess. And uh, so his storyline is that he's a, a bit of a deadbeat, but he has this band that he really loves in San Francisco. Yeah. And they're like a jam rock rap band. Yeah, right. And the songs are bops.
1: <laughs> that's great
0: yeah they're really great songs I love it they genuinely could be summer jams
1: nice I
0: love their songs I, I want to see this movie well I mean I'm in. I mean put it on Jen would definitely watch it with you oh she's waiting to watch it with it's me it's no masterpiece but it's like if you just want to watch something that's light and genuinely
1: funny and charming that's great it never gets sleepy like we watched um, it's I on ju- Netflix I just find sometimes Netflix movies uh, have a certain vibe about them like we watched what was the one with LaKeith, um, uh, Stanfield, Stanfield, The Uh, the, uh, did you watch that one? No, I didn't know he was in a Netflix movie. There's just not that many Lakeiths. No, exactly. It was, (laughs) um, it was called someone great. Oh, I heard about that movie. Yeah. Just okay. Like at the end of it, you're like, that was a Netflix movie. It's not a good title. No, not a good title. Well, it, it, it plays off like an LCD sound system song and that made me like it more.
0: So Always Be My Baby is a Netflix movie. It feels like a Netflix movie in the way Set It Up does. Like, it's not that big or cinematic. It's kind of like a sitcom. Yeah. But it it has this charm that's ineffable Mm. and will be sustaining. Like, there are people who will watch it over and over.
1: What was the one with them? Because it's a feel-good movie. What was the one with Britta from Community in it? And it had, like, Vanessa Bayer and uh, actually Rob Stark. Ibiza. Ibiza. I didn't see that. Like, that is a, like, classic Netflix movie. Yes. Like, we don't. It, it was fine. I watched Wine Country. I heard that was really bad. It wasn't great. Heard... It was. It
0: had a few laughs. It was. It was disappointing because you want so much more from that. This is
1: the thing. Now Netflix movies are kind of getting a wrap. A yeah, I guess.
0: Except for that, they they do have the luxury of not having to be as good.
1: Yeah, but I think that's. I think people are settling for a Netflix movie, except for Roma. Roma was kind of the one that stands out as. Yeah, that's not even in the same conversation. Like no that, no exactly but weirdly like it's weird that that's a netflix movie right and, yeah. and meanwhile you have triple frontier and you're yeah. like these are all kind of like potential how did this get made movies kind of yeah i mean it's not hard to understand how wine country got made though no no i yeah i guess there's an star power is usually the answer behind yeah that. but
0: it's not that good and
1: lack of competition right exactly
0: uh bridget lindy Payne is an actor you wouldn't know by name she plays the, this is actually a good transition. She plays the sister, the older sister, in Atypical. Okay. She's very good. She's yeah, very yeah. Winning. Yeah, she's great in it. She was just cast as Billy Logan, Keanu Reeves' daughter, in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, great. Which I didn't know was the name of the movie. And it's a really good title for it. A lot movie.
1: of Keanu love happening. I hope this doesn't jump the shark. Keanu's having a really good moment. Yeah. Yeah. And as if he hasn't had good moments before like he's been in some serious pop drugs. culturally he's only had good moments yeah
0: personally he's had some very not good moments oh but, really oh yeah Connor reeves has had like like real tragedy in his life did he have
1: like a girlfriend die or something his and...
0: pregnant fiance died oh my with their God. child and in like a car accident i don't know we, i think it was an accident yeah he was also like good buddies with river phoenix who right. died when they that were like 23 yeah um yeah no he's like actually kind of become a poster boy for sad loneliness in hollywood and it it helps also his story that he's got this reputation where he's just so lovely yeah and so the idea is that keanu reeves is just like rides motorcycles makes a john wick movie Mm -hmm. you know was the matrix high high fives a fan yeah he had points on the matrix so he
1: has so much money he probably doesn't need to work
0: no he he doesn't need to work but he likes making john wick movies and uh you know he shows up for a cameo and always be my maybe for some reason he's making sure. another Bill and Ted movie. He seems like a lovely guy. Like did you see the viral clip of him on Colbert? Uh oh yeah the where he Yeah, we talked about this last week I think. Right. What happens uh when when you die? Yeah and his uh, answer was I know the people who loved you will miss you. And it was just right. and it was just like it's it's very simple. It's not yeah. like an earth shattering statement like you never thought of it before. But to boil it down so non-denominationally and so simply right. from a person who has experienced loss yeah. was, was pretty uh, cutting for a lot of yeah.
1: people. Did Stephen Colbert like shed a tear? Yeah.
0: He was speechless. He just went to commercial. Really? And he just smiled and shook his hand. <laughs> nice. Sick. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> so anyway, anyway, the sister from Atypical is going to be the daughter. They're both going to have daughters in Bill and Ted face the music. That's kind of part of it. Right. That's uh, cool. Christoph Waltz, okay, is going to star in the new Woody Allen movie. I love some Christoph. Waltz. That's very good. That's very good. That wasn't bad. It, I I think the Chris. I that was that was bad. It might not be so kosher to love him though now uh, that he's agreed to be in the new Woody, Woody Allen Young. movie. Maybe. Right. Which is that's a ballsy move, dude. Like totally. If you if the if this is your opinion, why do you need for us to know it? Like we already kind of let him go. Like we moved past that yeah american studios and amazon won't work with him right whether you think we should move on and forgive woody allen or not mm-hmm. he's like an 85 year old filmmaker work with somebody else like wait, is this the
1: hill you want to die on yeah do you kind of foresee like 10 months from now like as having a conversation where your eyebrows are kind of raised and you go like man you know what i heard it's really good <laughs> like,
0: you- it's okay but here's the thing it's it's about a married couple okay. who vacation in Spain and it's very uh, tempestral and beautiful looking and there's lots of uh, horizons in the background and people are exotic and sexy and both of them while on this vacation have affairs and it's a quirky romantic comedy set uh, in a European city sure yeah. have, we, have we seen this before from Woody Allen right. I think we have yeah that's enough Woody his last good movie was Midnight in Paris, which genuinely is a great movie. Mm-hmm. But before that, he hadn't made one in a while. Right.
1: And why were people okay with with him then? I guess, you know, there was a... I well, we've gotten
0: know. more... We've gotten... We've kind of strapped down on... Yeah. We've kind of... You're like, right. There's been a climate change. There's been a climate change. Yeah. yeah. But, like, Christoph Waltz has also worked with, like, Roman
1: Polanski and even uh, Quentin Tarantino, who's kind of questionable. Yeah, true. So, <laughs> he's, like, he's got a real murderer's row of... Uh, questionable director doesn't seem maybe that's his thing (laughs) maybe yeah it's not a genre it's a type of director next brian singer yes and then he'll retire young harvey weinstein will produce (laughs) all of his movies
0: well at least he can get work (laughs) uh okay (laughs) this is kind of funny i don't know why i threw this on the the show prep but there's a place in massachusetts it's an island called cuddy hunk island (laughs) okay (laughs) and uh it's so small that there is but one How
1: small is it?
0: There is but one graduating student from their elementary school this year.
1: <laughs> Do they call him like the cuddy hunk of the year? Or yeah, something? he is
0: he is the cuddy hunk well he's eleven, right? Okay. He's graduating, he's moving on to grade Seven or eight or whatever. Right. He uh, is the only one graduating from Cuddy Hunk Elementary School, Massachusetts. Okay. And Jenny Slate is going to speak at the commencement address. <laughs> That's so good. It's so funny. They got a celebrity, <laughs> albeit a B-list celebrity who I adore, Yeah. to speak to one kid. Right. I think she's just going to take him to lunch and like,
1: she, give him some wisdom. She was definitely just like oh man that's rad like yeah. I'd, I'd do that it's just for the like, optics it's so funny and yeah. weird <laughs> i hope so i hope this is recorded like like the steve jobs commencement yeah. speech i hope it's like a similar vibe I hope it's She's like just out, it's like outside yeah she has to stand <laughs> exactly. at a podium in the gown like like at like a baseball field or something but she's got like a little podium she's right. got like the fence behind her like the batting and fence. she like
0: makes like references to the different Teachers
1: and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Pause us for laughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, Miss uh, Auschwitz knows what I'm talking about. And this one kid, his name is Michael. Michael's just like, Oh, good one. <laughs> oh, burn, sick <laughs> burn.
0: Miss Mich- Auschwitz, is that what you said? I said, You said Auschwitz. Jesus. Ugh. Why did I say that? I don't know. I think I said Ashwitz. And then you said sick burn. Uh- oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can we edit this out no i'm gonna leave it in because people should know that humans i'm are humans. subconsciously
1: thinking about people are people the worst thing in human history i'll cut it out for you Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> that's super weird i actually kind of don't mind that being in there because of how fucking weird. well and you're is. reacting to it appropriately ashwitz yeah yeah why the fuck was that the first thing that bought because we're
0: because we're in a weird mood tonight i think <laughs> you're right All right, so this is the last. We went from raps to there. This is the last thing I want to talk about uh, before we get to shows, and we're we're long in the tooth tonight. (laughs) Uh, Jennifer Aniston was on Ellen today, okay, and I'm I'm in a real hate Ellen year. Yeah, yeah, you you do not like Ellen, no, because I think Ellen's such a phony baloney. Whoa, I really do. Okay, and she's so hung up on. So we're friends and we text, right? Uh, And so Jennifer Aniston came on, and Ellen said, "So when's the friends reunion?" Which is like. That's the most boring question you could possibly ask one of these poor six people. Like, right. uh, and, and Jennifer Aniston says, well, I'm open to it. We're all open to it, which she should have been counseled not to ever say. Right. Because there's been a media frenzy today. Right. And it's amazing to me that every six months when this happens, we don't all take a moment and go, Didn't this happen six months ago? Right. It's never going to happen. And why would you want it to happen? Well, that's the other thing is you might think you want
1: this, but it's a terrible idea. It already ended the way you wanted it to end. Exactly. It's not, it's never worked ever ever, elsewhere. You could do a a check-in type thing. You could do a check-in type thing through another show a la Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's the only way it could work.
0: Well, and two years ago, there was like a Jim Burroughs uh, tribute and five out of six, just minus Matthew Perry showed up and they did like a big five person friends interview. And that was supposed to be like the big reunion. And then three months ago, when one of these rumor mills got kicked up again, for whatever reason, Marta Kaufman, who created Friends, came out and in no uncertain terms said, Let it go. It's never, ever going to happen. Find a new show. There's so much to watch. Why do we want to kick up old stuff? Exactly. Joey didn't work. And that was immediately after. Right. Why do you think? And people don't think it's a good idea. Just for some reason. I actually don't think anybody wants this. But for some reason, when Jennifer Anderson says, yeah, we do it. Like E has to tweet about it. And it becomes this big ordeal. Mm -hmm. And it's annoying. We're here to tell you it's not happening, people. It's never going to happen. Let it go. Let it go. It's dead. All right. Friends are dead. All fr—all six of them. Their friendship's over.
1: Can <laughs> you imagine that's how it ended? Well, I guess we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Everyone just goes their separate ways. They all move out.
0: That would be such a poetic ending for the show called Friends where <laughs> they just end with a big
1: blowout. End with the fr- I guess I'll take the couch. <laughs> that's my couch, bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right. Well, you write that and then we'll reconsider right. <laughs>
1: the last episode of friends, not friends. Who
0: goes first this week? Uh, I think you go first. Okay, I'll go first. I'll recap the uh, the first episode of Chernobyl because I just watched it like an hour ago. Uh, Chernobyl, which people are really talking about HBO docudrama. I guess it is.
1: What is the other show we watched again?
0: Good Omens. Right. Did You have my Good Omens book, by the way.
1: I still do, yeah. Yeah, you're going to read that? I have not read it yet. Yeah, right. We were talking about doing a good Omens book club, but... You haven't read it either, have you? No, I tried a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I think I... Yeah, we'll talk about it one day. All right, okay. In three, you're going to recap, in two, the first episode of In One, Chernobyl, in three, two, one... Yeah, We
0: open on a gentleman who used to, or he does in fact work at the Chernoba, Chernobyl nuclear uh, plant. He uh, records some audio about what happened in his experience, and then he hangs himself. And then we flash back to the actual event, which is the explosion at the Chernobyl nuclear plant. Um basically uh, all of these like blue collar workers are like trying to get their buddies out and their faces are melting off their faces and all of the white collar folks are trying to downplay what actually happened and let the public think it's not as serious as it is uh, and so there's like a board meeting where they're trying to figure out if they should evacuate the town because this like nuclear substance is airborne and yes. people are breathing it in and they're saying no it's not that serious in fact not only Are we not going to evacuate the town? No one's allowed to leave. And we have to cut off communication with anybody outside because the media is
1: going to turn this into a bigger
0: deal than it is. Yes,
1: this old, like, Lenin follower, like, leader of Chernobyl says, actually, we need to control the people. This is our moment. We're going to cut all the phone lines and make sure that no one leaves which seems like fascism like it seems oh insane i can't believe this happened in 1986
0: they don't depict it as looking like 1986 granted it's in ukraine so isn't it russia it's russia close enough it's in ukraine is it yeah okay but close enough right um by the way why do we call it the ukraine why are there some things like why do we say the hammond's plains road and the Bahamas? The Bahamas, the Netherlands, the Ukraine. That's a fact check somebody can help us out with.
1: Ooh, I love it.
0: Um, isn't it such a shame? And I don't know anything about, do you know anything about Chernobyl? I didn't know anything about yes, Chernobyl.
1: Yes, I actually did. Okay. Um, learned a lot about it in, I think, university when we were doing like a crisis communications course. Okay. So that was an interesting course because we talked about stuff like that. Right, And that's, that really stuck with me, how it was such a huge fuck up oh my god it's crazy well and so mismanaged like this horrible thing happened but then they really made it worse by not dealing with it totally they were not transparent what happened they like they could have owned it immediately they could have evacuated everyone what isn't in this pilot episode is that uh, and i just read this now Mm -hmm. they didn't evacuate the
0: town until a week later and and ultimately four thousand people died yeah but months later from like like radiation poisoning totally
1: it like the official uh, I, I Wikipedia'd it, and they're like, some people have the numbers as high as ninety six thousand people. Oh my god! Because the people that end up ninety six hundred people? No, ninety six thousand. Oh like, my god! Because of the people that end up getting Transmit. cancer, and you know, potentially just dying of cancer. Like, like cancer rates are so much higher th- around that area. Yeah. Just because of the radiation that you were around. It's amazing to me that, like, in only 1986, it's not that long ago
0: Mm -hmm. that they didn't have some kind of. And I don't know anything about the technology of like nuclear uh, development, but like, how is there not some kind of like splash guard for when this kind of thing happens? Like, like one wrong switch gets flipped, or like something
1: blows up, and suddenly a country is ruined. How crazy is that? Yeah, Yeah. this made me so scared of nuclear energy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, and I think it's actually supposed to be (laughs) relatively clean. Like in some ways, it's it's kind of a positive, but the potential for disaster, like Fukushima, happened probably eight years ago in Tokyo, and that yeah. was like a Chernobyl ask. Although they managed it a lot better, like you know they they took all the steps, they had all the all the things in place. They've even managed it since pretty well. Yeah, but the fact that radiation, like nuclear energy exists in the first place is so terrifying. I found this, this whole episode of television horrifying. Totally. I found it. I, I knew nothing about
0: it. And like, not just because I famously don't like gruesome stuff. Right. It was just so... Sad, like that scene where it's kind of slow motion, and like all the bystanders are coming out to look at the glow on the horizon, yeah, there's like a baby, that someone's
1: holding up a baby, I know, and there's
0: like these weird flecks in the air, and yeah. it's supposed to look peaceful, but you know the viewer like, like, oh God, that these people are gonna are die, you
1: all you're all out like why don't the thing I don't understand is people knew radiation was bad, like a fire at a at a nuclear power plant needs to have its own. Yeah, but safety protocol. But they just
0: keep saying they keep saying over and over, "There's a fire, but it's mild, it's under control," which we right. know is not true, and a lot of these people know is not true. But I actually thought this show has come out at an interesting time where there's this subtext of the powerful people in the office mm-hmm. trying to salvage their own reputations. Yes, you're right. That's by lying, so... by lying to the public, and also not allowing information to spread
1: properly. Right, that's so important. Yeah, is, is that. It's a Everyone, fake news show. everyone's so obsessed with saving their own ass, <laughs> yeah. that, that so many people die because of it. Now, that old man you talked about, who's who's Lenin obsessed? Yes, he does say an he's evil, but he
0: does say an interesting thing. Now, Lenin's uh, Russian. I well, Ukraine is is like this. Can also be fact checked if you want. I promise you, this happened in the Ukraine. Okay, and it's also like adjacent to, to Russia. Okay, um, they're a very small little country. Um, this uh, this old guy is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. but he says something that I think is is potent because I had already made a note about how sad it is when uh, a the place of a community the name of a community or a place becomes only synonymous with the tragedy that took place there yeah so like Charlottesville or sure. sandy Hook like right. suddenly this thing that meant community right or meant home where I was from or home, like yeah, uh, yeah right. exactly like um suddenly now to the culture just means Uh, terrorist attack just means school shooting just means nuclear explosion and that's the case for chernobyl and this guy says uh does anybody know the name of the factory they'll call it chernobyl of course right but does anyone know the name of the factory it's actually named after lenin Mm -hmm. Um, and he's right they do call it chernobyl and i guess that's kind of sad because that was just a town yeah and now the word chernobyl means danger totally it's a
1: bummer yeah like if you called someone's dog like a chernobyl dog it would mean hideously deformed but my point is and i don't want to get too heavy here but like
0: if something god forbid something horrible happened in dartmouth Mm -hmm. i don't want the word dartmouth to mean something horrible Mm -hmm. to the world you know what i mean so now you're just
1: hoping that nothing bad happens to dartmouth
0: i always want nothing bad to happen to dartmouth or halifax or whatever but it would just suck so much if like in uh i don't know birmingham
1: alabama somebody was like Oh, this is like a real Halifax, isn't it? yeah, you know, yeah, it's true. so what a bummer to be from Chernobyl, yes, well, it's funny because one of the at the place we get our haircut uh one of the <laughs> together one, one of as the ladies holding hands one of the ladies was from Chernobyl, oh God, which one uh well, the clearly like uh no there's like, a cu- there's a couple of women well one are- is one is Greek the the one that we've had who's a little overly aggressive, yeah, uh but there's another, another lady, an older lady. She is the age
0: that, like, if she was there during that, yeah. she
1: can't touch my head again. I talked to her about this. So wow. I, I was like, wait, what? You were there? She was like, yes, it was very crazy. like, And I'm like, okay, so like. <laughs> Just like HBO. You're okay. No, that's a, a huge issue that yeah. I have. Because if it was HBO, it was like. Yes, it was very crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like oh, they sounded like uh, Americans. On.
0: There was one point where the guy was like, "We have this bunker in case the Americans attack." I was like, "You're American. You're American. You're clearly well, American." That was
1: the th- Like all of the British accents threw me off so hard in this I show, know. especially I hate that. after watching Americans. Yeah, that did such a good job of getting Russian actors and people that at least could fake the accent. Right. Um. Anyways, sorry. You talked to that's the hairdresser. An aside. Yeah. Talk to the hairdresser, and I said, "What made you like?" hey, that's crazy. How how did you not leave right away? She's like, uh, like yeah, people like she knew that, that people were like getting sick all around her. And she said she went to the doctor and had like super bad migraines and, and nosebleeds. And the doctor said, you're fine. She's like, I'm Ugh. fine. I have like these horrible headaches and nosebleeds. And he's like, oh, you're fine for here. Okay. <laughs> like the doctor started normalizing wow. medicine, like, How crazy it was in Chernobyl. So she said, I got to get my stuff. She moved, she lived like outside, kind of on like, it's not like she was right next to the plant or anything. She was, I think, outside the city. Right. But it, you know, radiation. Definitely affected people she knew really well. Like you're just supposed to stay inside when there's any sort of bad radiation outside I,
0: I think this show falls in my bracket of I have an ethical problem with this and I yeah. know it's got to be okay for us to like dramatize real tragedy that happens mm-hmm. it just
1: doesn't feel like entertainment to me there's something about radiation poisoning too that's just so dark it's horrible it's horrible like I remember watching U five seven one that Harrison Ford movie that yeah. they filmed in Halifax and it made me like like I had to to turn it off like as a kid I, I think was it's like because, this does not make me feel good. I think it's because like we know that if a knife goes
0: into our body, we'll die, or if we get shot, we'll die. But like to inhale and it kills you, is right? Really and people scary. don't necessarily
1: know, and they're out there trying to, and you just see their skin getting redder. Yeah, and people kind of know, like, oh man, that guy's skin's really red. It looks like, and then they just start puking. the The random pukes yeah. are so, like that's that's worse <laughs> for me than. You know, not because I'm a queasy person, right? but just the feeling of like, oh God, this person Your is... Your body is just shutting down yeah, inside of you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I saw a headline the other day that was like, um, uh, did you know that the events of HBO's Chernobyl are based on a real tragedy?
1: Oh no, it was like a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> yeah. Which Chernobyl character are you? Oh, well,
0: that's the thing. <laughs> and that's what I. that's kind of why I find these shows a little bit upsetting. Except I will say... Other than the guy who hangs himself in the opening scene, and then we get a flashback and we see him again later, he's the king from the crown in the first season of the king crown. from the crown, also from Mad Men. Um, it's not really any characters in this. No, there's no personalities. There's you're no right. narrative in it's this. We're just, just a, watching
1: horror. A wide, st- yeah, you're right.
0: You know what? I don't give it my ass. I don't. I don't. I know it's getting good. I know it's getting good reviews. I. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't see why this has to be our
1: entertainment. Hot take take. Because I think it's really well done. I think it's, you know, a a good mini-series where maybe it is trying to teach a lesson. I'm gonna give it my S because I actually might watch more of it. Well, the thing
0: I said about misinformation mm-hmm. and like it's a fake news show. I think there is some value in there. Sure. If that's
1: intentional, I would be open to hearing more.
0: Mm-hmm. But in general, it's super not for me.
1: Yeah, I mean there are a lot of stories about kind of nuclear fallout. Yeah. And this is kind of a case of Nuclear fallout happening accidentally. That's right. And kind of the widespread panic about that. Just also insanely recently. Yeah. 1986. Yeah. All right. And, and just seeing like no one in suits or anything. Like Fukushima, everyone's wearing these huge yellow suits with like, you know, they get they couldn't even touch a person who was exposed to it. That's what Becky and I were saying is like
0: these, um, all these guys in the opening here were wearing white. They look like they're in chef smocks. <laughs> That's what Jen said. She's yeah. Like,
1: who are these chefs? Are they line cooks at Swiss yeah. LA? Well, and then when the guy's like, you know, they're getting these instructions and this guy is walking over to the edge of the like top of the core reactor. Right. To like look oh, inside. Oh, that is so creepy. And he just like looks back being like, I know I'm doomed. It doesn't help that he's dressed like a prisoner, yeah. and there's a guard behind him, and he's slowly just walking out there. Okay, the
0: basketball game starts in five minutes, so we got to get oh, through. Shit. We got to get right. through Good Omens. You're going to recap the first episode of uh, Good Omens, which is actually highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. In three, two,
1: one, go. Okay, so there are t- there's an angel and a demon. They're good friends. They're not not good friends. Sorry. They're uh, they're at the beginning of the world, um, uh, right before the armageddon is supposed to happen the antichrist is uh brought to earth they agree maybe we should try to stay on earth and make sure that the that armageddon doesn't happen because earth actually isn't a terrible place we'll try to make this kid somewhat normal but there was a big baby switch that happened and they got confused about who the baby was
0: one of the people who got confused about the baby switch was me i was having a Very hard time following the baby switch. There was a lot
1: going on with the baby switch scene. There was. Because they didn't make it super clear about who the the U.S. ambassador was. And although it it should have been kind of obvious because there was one British person and one American person. Right. But there's a bunch of babies. There was the one they named
0: Adam. Yes. There was the one they named, not Damien, but what did they name him? Warlock. Warlock. (laughs) And then there was a third baby, right? Yes. What happened to the third baby? That's what I was confused about. That's got to be something. It's got to be coming. Yeah. I loved the intro of this show. Like, basically the whole yeah. cold open, the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Um, I thought that was all very stylistic. Narrated by
1: and Mac- Francis McDormand. Yeah, she's God. She's God.
0: I actually kind of wondered, like, is it starting to become a bit of a cliche to cast someone unlikely as God? Like Steve Buscemi. And, exactly. Yeah. Like Steve Buscemi or Lannis Morissette. Right. <laughs> dogma. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, like,
0: like 20 years ago. But what I mean is, like, yeah. that's a gag. Like, yeah. that in and of itself is supposed to be dumb. You're and right. I'm not saying that Francis McDormand is dumb casting for God. I actually think it's cool. It's kind of powerful. It's powerful, but it's still, it's still like a statement in and mm-hmm. of itself, yeah. right? So, no. Yeah, it's maybe, actually
1: almost playing it safer.
0: Maybe I'm overthinking it. I, I actually think she's great. And yeah. I don't think she has a recognizable voice, though. I had to look it up. Yeah, I wasn't sure until I saw the opening credits. So I wanted to mention uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, I'm over this song. Uh, That's my hot take of the week. I don't want to hear Bohemian Rhapsody again. Right, because he's like they they keep
1: playing the Beelzebub yeah. has yeah. a devil. Dave, in David his Tennant is phone. listening to Queen
0: songs. It's yeah. not just Bohemian Rhapsody either. Like it's, there's a bunch of these songs are done. Put them away. I, I, there's there's nothing. Queen is canceled. Yes, there <sighs> no there's nothing special about these songs anymore. Yeah. They are completely they're flushed out.
1: They're just joke songs. There are no back and black. <laughs> they are no show show theme songs. <laughs> that's for darn sure. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think there was a, I, the, I find shows can go so cool if they want with with songs. Yeah, that was one thing that that uh, movie Somebody Great had was like an amazing soundtrack. That's cool. Yeah.
0: But you make a good point. Like sometimes you hear a song, and I remember thinking that when I saw the Watchmen and they played Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah, and I was like, of all, all the songs you could have picked, you sound, this feels one? like a bot picked this
1: song. Yeah, it feels like a like a junior high school student, right? Being like, oh, I just found this song; it's amazing. David Tennant was good. I, yeah. feel, I felt like he was doing his like Bill
0: Nye impression a little bit. Like, yeah. He's got like the jaw kind of forced out. He's got the long hair and the sunglasses. Uh, who's the other guy? Michael Sheen? Sheen, yeah. He was good. It's less interesting,
1: honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. What was the last show that he was in? Uh, Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex. He was really good in Masters I of Sex. I never watched it. Oh, no?
0: No. He was with Sarah Silverman for quite a long he time. He was.
1: Yeah. And I actually heard them on stuff together, and they were like really cool together. She's
0: still really cool about him. Yeah. She's talked about Oh,
1: yeah. I think everyone who breaks up with Sarah Silverman still loves Yeah, Sarah she always Silverman. stays friends with her exes. That's yeah. kind of a thing about her.
0: I oh. also really like just the... Comedic premise of the fact that he's literally a sorcerer, but he likes to do sleight of hand Yes, I love that. I find that really charming. You're right. He finds it. He finds it more interesting It's cooler if you can like pretend to do magic. Yes, and it kind of is
1: yeah I wasn't uh, I kind of wondered about like did they keep this nanny gardener gag thing going on for that long Because it only showed them like once.
0: Did you find there wasn't actually a lot of story in this? Yeah the baby thing for sure but i don't really know what we're leading towards i don't know what the point they're trying to achieve is
1: yeah i don't know either I, the whole thing is that it's got a lot of style that both sides want a war to happen yeah because both sides want to win a war right and the the demon and the angel are kind of the like david tenon and michael sheen are kind of the two sane parties saying yeah let's just try to keep everything peaceful like we don't even need a war and you were you were right to waffle on their relationship because they're not
0: best friends but they're not enemies either like they do seem to have like a pretty good rapport they're cool with each other
1: and and you that's stated pretty like shown pretty early when it starts raining and martin sheen puts his like angel wing over over uh, david Tennant. yeah like snuggles up under
0: Right. And David Tennant is the snake from the Garden of Eden. Yes. I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was really well that done. That was cool. And he, yeah,
1: I loved how he went, now they're banished forever? A bit harsh, don't you think? Like, isn't
0: that <laughs> a little much? So Terry Gilliam tried to make this movie like a couple of times. Right. Over like 10 years through the 90s and the early 2000s, he tried to make this movie with Johnny Depp and Robin Williams, and it just kept falling through over and over right. and over again. And they finally got it together, <laughs> which is quite exciting for Neil Gaiman. Right. And it unfortunately didn't happen uh during Terry Pratchett's life. Right. Um and How did I, Terry Pratchett die? Oh, he very famously had Alzheimer's. Yeah, oh, he had like, he had, like right. a really advanced sad uh version of Alzheimer's oh, no. where his fans knew about it and he knew about it like he could feel his brain getting weaker in real Ugh. time and there was this sad story where like at some point, I don't think it happened in this first episode, but at some point uh a cameo was filmed that's been in the can for like 5 years since right. he, since he died. Where Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett play police officers in this show.
1: No way. And
0: Terry Pratchett uh, couldn't remember any lines. Uh, so Neil Gaiman would have to feed him lines. Right. And I, I guess it's like a, a pretty sweet, oh, but
1: bittersweet memory. That is so sad. Um, Apparently, same thing with the writer from Deadwood. Oh, really? Like they got this movie out, but he like was struggling because he had... Alzheimer's. Oh man, that's rough. Isn't that crazy? It's such a sad thing. That's a show we should do.
0: Yeah. Especially with this movie out. Yeah. We can do it next week. Sure. Sure. I actually didn't it's it's unfortunate because there's been so much hype and like people were excited. I wanted
1: to like it. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I thought it was mm-hmm. good. I just was weirdly uninterested. I know what you mean. I I watched it and kind of started coming around toward the end. Yep. And when I turned it off I thought I was like, Well, there you go. And and Jen was like, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we had different expectations. Of yeah. What that was See, going I to thought be. it was
0: going to be really cool. Yeah. And it is cool. It's obviously very imaginative, but yeah. I'm already kind of lost and I don't want to have to play that much catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: uh, I don't know. I want to put it on my list of stuff to watch. All right. But I don't know how high up on the list I put it.
0: I'm going to give it another shot because Becky really liked it. So we'll watch another one. Yeah. I'll let you know.
1: I got to finish Barry. I got to finish Fleabag. Mm-hmm. I got to finish Pen 15. Yeah. These are all series that I need to catch up on. I'm ahead of you on all three. The wedding's done. Like, <laughs> You're good. married now. You I'm, just I'm a married man. I can just watch, watch fucking TV. Watch
0: <laughs> hours and hours yeah. of highly critically acclaimed TV shows. Exactly. That's right. I can't wait, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually don't give my ass to either show. doesn't mean I think either are bad, and I think I probably will give Good, om- good Omens another chance, mm-hmm. but I'm not really, really dying for either show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give I'm going to pull a double S today. Okay. I like the
0: This is a new thing. We, I don't think this has ever happened before. One of us one of us does not recommend either and the other recommends both.
1: I I do recommend both. Okay. Good. I I give them both the benefit of the doubt. Good. Good for you. That's yeah. very big of you. <laughs> I got a lot to lose. Alfonso
0: Ribeiro is riding for his buddy Will Smith. He basically says, "Look, if you're Uh, if you want to see Robin Williams as the genie, don't go to Aladdin.
1: Whoa.
0: (laughs) Jot's fired. He's like,
1: by the way, Will, call me man. (laughs) Are we still cool? It's
0: also a weirdly indirect way of saying, my buddy Will Smith is no Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah. It's also kind of an insult. It also feels like like that, yeah. Because everybody agrees Robin Williams as the genie is the best. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Couldn't you say, hey, you got to see Will's version of it? Not... Hey, if you want to see Robin Williams, so don't go. Fucking do not watch this.
0: (laughs) So maybe what Ralphonso Ribeiro, who worked with Will Smith for at least seven years and has known him for thirty years, is trying to say is, never trust Will Smith.